kids these days. I'm Rachel here with my good friend Tara. Hey there. Hey, what's up? Nothing much. How are you doing? Pretty good. It's been kind of crazy fall and we're starting to get into the holidays. So I'm actually looking forward to the holidays though because all the activities kind of stop for a little bit. That is true. And you know, we don't have practice, soccer practice and homework gets a little easier after exams and stuff. So I'm excited because we've been the the eat out king and queens lately. I'm just like, oh, I'm too tired. I don't, don't want to think about right it. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm excited to just kind of slow down a little bit. What yeah. about you? Doing pretty good. Same kind of. I mean, it's not as busy. I don't. You know, we don't have kids yet that are running around doing sports and stuff. But um, we haven't been cooking as much as we want to <laughs> either. Speaking of eating out. I have this thing I want to tell you about. What? I found it the other day. Is so, it something that's going to make my life easier? Yes, yeah, actually, I really it, it actually might. It actually, it might. So uh, my husband and I went on a date the other day. Yeah. And we want we went to, we wanted to go to this restaurant that is notorious for being like a long wait. Oh, okay. You know? And I heard, though, that this specific restaurant, so not every restaurant has it, which is kind of a bummer, but some do. This specific restaurant has uh you can use this app called the no wait app it's called no wait app and you can make an account and get get in line virtually i love that because yeah. i may or may not have some people in my house that suffer from the hangries <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> the hungry i have hangries. been hangry before <laughs> so long lines and hangries are oh that is it's, it's like a poisonous mix not a good mix yeah. at all that's good that's yeah a, i love they're just apps for everything they really there are apps for everything it's so true but this app is great so you can get in line Say like, oh, I want to, you know, eat around this time. Here's how many people, and then you go and you have to check in when you get there, and then they say, oh, Miss Reynolds, your table will be ready in five minutes instead of like an hour. Which I love is nice. that. I know it was great. So it worked out well. Awesome. Apps for everything. Apps for everything. Well, speaking of apps for everything, apps for everything. Our word of the week. <laughs> Do you like my jingle? I did. Apps for everything. <laughs> yes, our word for the week is an app. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. It actually goes hand in hand with dating too. Okay, cool. So, you know, so the app that we are talking about is called Tinder. Tinder. That's the word for the week, Tinder. Many of you out there probably have heard Tinder I have, before. I've heard about Tinder from my single friends. But yes. why don't you go ahead and Well, share. so the thing is, is I don't exactly, like, I've never really actually, like, seen how Tinder works. I don't have many friends that use Tinder. I have, other, I have friends that use other dating apps. But Tinder, you know, there's the infamous, like, swipe left, swipe right thing. If you like somebody, swipe one yeah, way. Yeah, it's even become kind of a pop culture reference. Like, oh, I've swiped left on that or swipe right on that. It's like, if you like it or not. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a dating app, and it kind of po- – someone pops up, and you get their picture and their – the detail – like, some of their bio details and right. tells you who, how old they are and what they do and blah, blah, blah. And then you swipe left or you swipe right, depending on if you want to have a conversation with them or not, mm-hmm. and or if you want to just pass them on by and go to the next person. So that's Tinder. 
So there's a lot, but there's several there dating are several, apps, yeah, right? Yeah, there are several dating apps. There's a couple others that I've heard of that are, I think Tinder, and I could be wrong on this, but from what I gather, Tinder is maybe like a little bit like maybe the generation above my generation or even just like like in their like people in their 30s and 40s mm-hmm. use Tinder a lot. But in like it's it's actually crazy. I was talking to my mom about this the other day that you know used to dating dating apps were or dating websites were for when you were like really you were getting older and you really wanted to tr- like meet somebody and so you went right. online. It was kind of a little more taboo. Now even like fresh out of college kids or college kids are using it. Just because that's how you meet people these yeah. days. It's kind of crazy. Like, it's just become very acceptable. And so ones that I've seen uh, my age group of people using um, is, like, Bumble. And Bumble is, like, the the girl gets to choose the date. Like, it's kind mm. of for if you're a girl and you can look and you initiate it's talking like, to the guy uh, you like. the Bachelorette. Kind of. It's like <laughs> the Bachelorette app is the Bumble. <laughs> and then Hinge, which is... It connects you to somebody via, like, I think it's mutual Facebook friends. Like, if you have a friend who has a mutual Facebook friend that has a mutual Facebook friend or something, you can, like, get connected that way. It's, like, sort of a blind date with a friend. Kind of. But it's not like a friend. It's like a— The friend doesn't— Acquaintance. Like, a mutual acquaintance. And But it could, you know, be just somebody you were Facebook friends with because you went to camp with them, like, five years ago. And it's like, oh, Oh, speaking of that, I had— this friend that set me up on a blind date in college, and it was, like, the worst blind date ever. Oh, no. You know, it was, like, this thing where I wanted to forget it and forever. And then <laughs> then he forever. posted a picture of the date on <gasps> Facebook recently. Ooh. And I was, like, I really never wanted to think about that blind Untag. date again. <laughs> Untag <know>. yourself. <laughs> I'm going to del- delete, delete it. Yeah. Hide from timeline. But I'm, like— and how did you even find this? Right. And I was I was mad at him anyway for years over that blind date experience. And uh-huh. then he has to just like resurrect it. it again. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Well, the point I think that we were talking about about right, these yeah. apps is that kids are getting on yes. them when they're really supposed to be adult yes. dating sites. And there's some dangers to that. Yes. For example – Creepers. Creepers, yes. Creepers. Well, so much like most social media sites, you have to – a lot of them require you to have a birthday, but it's so easy to just lie. I mean, I've done – like, you you can literally just say, when were you born? And you could change the year, and you're fine. Like, you're in. And so the danger isn't – I wouldn't say as much for teens pretending to be adults Mm -hmm. as it is for adults who are maybe pretending to be younger than they really are, and that could get – because there are, like, some apps that have teen sections. That's what from I was what I understand. Say, yeah. And so you can, like, oh, it's like, oh, it's harmless. It's for teens to connect and blah, blah, blah. But then there's the weirdos that pretend to not be adults. Yeah. So that's that's no so good. that's not really – we would make the recommendation, I think, that teens oh, yeah, should not no, be on abs- da- any dating Definitely. App. Like, no questions asked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's because, no reason. Yeah. <laughs> they have school. They can meet people right. their own age. And they yeah. need to be doing that anyway. So – Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of – No, no on Not the, a recommendation. No, no on the say. dating apps. Yeah. Until they're adults. Yeah. Yeah. College. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Like that. But. Okay. Well, so that does lead us into – our topic for the day, which yes. is dating. See how see what we did there? Yeah, we did. We like did that, that segue. Just look at that segue. So impressed. Now I will say this is not the PG thirteen dating right. talk. 
yeah. that we're going to have later. Yeah. This is more like what dating could, you know, how like to be careful with dating. This dating is more of just like guidelines. Happy hey, dating. Happy dating. Like how it can be good and how to right. talk to your kids, start talking to your kids about it and right. modeling yeah. it and things like that. So, Tara, tell me a little bit about the dating scene. The dating Teen scene. Teen dating Teen scene. dating scene. Well, and preteen dating scene. Yeah. So, <laughs> I will. The biggest difference between dating now as far as even for adults but even but mostly for like kids and teens is the fact that they have social media, smartphones, unlimited texting, which is different from when I was, you know, in the dating age in high school and middle school. You had to like exchange notes, you know, the ones that were like do you like me? Do you want to go out with me? Check yes or no or maybe. And they gave you little boxes. Oh, did you ever get I a I got no? one when I was in sixth grade. I checked yes. Oh, that's good. We did didn't. you ever send one? I didn't. I did not send I know. One. I was always I was too scared. shy. I was too. Yeah. But I did get one and I checked yes, but we, ne- I mean, that was. W- <laughs> that was it. That was it. I mean, and that that's kind end. of the similarity, I think, maybe a little bit to young kids that are quote unquote dating their they're like, oh, yeah, I have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And it's like, well, what does that mean? It's like, I like them. That's kind <laughs> of it. They, and they and even the younger ones, like, avoid each other in the hallways at school. They just talk so like. cute. And it's, yeah, it's funny. It's cute. But the dating scene now is, I think, and this is what's I think, held true over the years. Mm-hmm. That's the same kind of, because to, to when I was in high school and in middle school, is that there's a difference between dating, I think, and, like, talking. Okay. Which I would say most of the time, like pro- if I'm going to make up a statistic on the spot, like 80% of kids, even maybe 85% of kids who are quote unquote dating are actually just talking. And that's the term they even use. It's like, oh yeah, we're talking, which means that there's mutual kind of romantic interest between two people, mm-hmm. between two kids, and they are constantly texting or on the phone or maybe they're like messaging on one of their social media apps and Mm -hmm. that's kind of it they're talking gotcha and that's kind of the precursor to like being in a relationship a lot like dating is not as is not like a huge thing anymore because when I think of dating I think of like going on dates right right you know but kids don't do that as much anymore really they go on dates but after they're in a relationship with each other they don't date to be in a relationship I think like the term in my day was um going with yes my dad because that's how my parents like yeah like no you know not the date you or anything but well like but are you going who are you going with I'm going with blah 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 yeah and like I'm like going with who to what like (laughs) where are we going I don't know what you're talking about and it's like no going with is like what you say and and you're also from like a southern small town that's like a big like that's That's all there is to do is going with going you're going with someone somewhere (laughs) to the farm I don't know to the cow pasture (laughs) just kidding my mom grew up on a farm too so it's you know (laughs) it's okay uh but yeah so that's kind of the dating scene I would say it's harmless in nature to like if kids are, you know, talking or whatever, it's 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 definitely something that shouldn't be necessarily discouraged for them to be liking. Like, right, that part of it's natural. It. Yeah, that's natural. But it's it can definitely be dangerous without boundaries, you know. Right. And I, I think what I see is some kids that because they have their phones with them all the time. Yes. It's it's like constant contact yeah constant well, we, contact and seriously they really I think that's where the issue comes in it's like you should not be 
you know, communicating with one person for hours and hours and hours. Oh yeah, you. Yeah. I can't harp on. Like I, I think we. Pro- we. Pro- that's the same song we sing almost every episode. Is like social media. Monitor it. Mo- yes. like, you know, make sure right. you're monitoring your social. Your kids on social media. They're texting and you know phones. Right. Phones downstairs at night. Those are all really good things phones that are going to help your bedrooms. kids. Yes. Yeah, it's really going to help in every aspect of their social lives. And right. So, because then, you know, I think whether they say it or not, it's some of them probably want a break. But they don't. Yeah. They feel like they have to keep exactly. texting and that kind of thing. Yeah. So if you, you know, if you have the rule that phones aren't in the bedroom mm-hmm. at night, that that gives them an out too to yeah. get some rest and to not be caught in the kind yeah. of. A, it's a good boundary to have. Yeah, yeah. And on the subject of boundaries, we'll hop down to our second kind of thing. So dating scene. That's what the dating scene's looking like right now. Just kind of with kids. It's very kind of. It just – it's kind of a – it doesn't really have a lot of, like, structure to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it wouldn't hurt to start talking to your kids about the structure of dating, how you want to do it in your home. Yeah. That's going to help you down the road. And I would say – you know, we talked about this the other day – that probably the best time to start having that conversation seriously about dating mm-hmm. – um, just about dating. You know, there's other stuff like right. relationships and things that you should probably start earlier. But I would say fifth grade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think what I'm learning in all the parenting stuff is to be ahead of the game. Yeah. And or even maybe late fourth grade. I don't know. You know, just start talking about what is it going to look like in your house. Mm-hmm. And because if you can talk to them ahead of time and they understand expectations, they're not surprised when you get to that point. You know, mm-hmm. and they know, and and you you can tell them it's an ongoing conversation. But from your perspective, this is kind of, you know, I mean, we've already talked about we want to really try to limit dating before you know sixteen in yeah. our house, like serious dating or anything like that. And I mean, we haven't had a lot of conversations yet with our younger child about that, but um, but we're getting there, and I think. We're just setting it up so that they know, like, there's going to be boundaries. There's going to be things around it. Definitely. And I would say, you know, so starting to have those conversations, fifth grade, or you know your kid. So maybe if it needs to be earlier, maybe maybe sixth grade is more appropriate, depending on your child. Yeah, You know, you know your kid. But to pay attention to that and not to avoid the conversation because that can be detrimental later on or just make it harder for you later on having those conversations if they're already, you know, starting to date or talk to other boys or girls, you know. And so make sure that you're having those conversations. It's not taboo. And I would say having boundaries with, like, how old you're, you know, kind of like what you were saying, like limiting serious dating till 16, that's y'all's rule in your house. I would personally say, just from what I've seen working with middle and high school kids and, um, being in middle, I remember being in middle school and how unserious or I, I took dating. Uh, I would say maybe not having single dates with other kids, like just like a couple date in middle school. I would mm-hmm. say wait for that yeah. until maybe high school or maybe even older. But group dating is just such a good way to help your kids dip their toe in the dating pool um, that can teach them good stuff, you know, yeah. about how to 
interact like in social situations and group days with uh, with um like several friends yeah an adult an adult presence. present yeah yeah like going bowling with a group of friends and it's okay to have the girl if you know if you know if your son likes a girl it's okay to have that girl there and know about that and but it's not you know don't encourage the singleness of them right. two just going on a date yet maybe yeah. that waits um, yeah I think that it's important to to kind of have some boundaries there with that um so that's that's my thoughts on that for sure yeah well and I I think also um something that we do in our family is we call it date your kid I don't know maybe there's other ways to say it but but it's really trying to teach them how to a few things but one you know how do you interact and when you're one-on-one with someone right? in terms of um, conversation and respect eye and eye contact. Not being on your phone, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also just giving them some one-on-one time, which is so important because I think especially it's, it's for, you know, males too, but I think for females, like having that dad-daughter connection and for the daughter to see you know that the dad is um, respecting her. Is interested in what interested she has to in say. What she has things to say. That yeah. She's interested in, and yeah, yeah that's good. I, I remember my uncle took me on a date when I was little to the ballet and out to a fancy restaurant, and and I never forgot that. You know, and that connection, and I was like, okay, this is how I should be treated, and mm-hmm. I, the, your date has to take you on a fancy restaurant. <laughs> But just that interaction—that's a—that's like healthy relationship stuff for sure. Uh, that's something I'm just really passionate about. Is you know we teach our kids finances, we teach our kid we should uh, spiritual stuff, uh, academic stuff. We need to teach. Yeah, them. you're equipping them for all these other. Yeah, things. Yeah, we 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 need to equip our kids not for just sports, not for grades. Not, we also need to equip them for healthy relationships for sure. and teach them. And how can you do that? Dating your kid is a way that you can help to teach them what does a healthy relationship look like. Absolutely. And I think that that goes hand in hand with just making sure the subject of dating is an open conversation. It's not taboo. You know, it's something right. that you're starting to talk to them. Is That's why I think talking to them early is so important just because the earlier you – starting these conversations, the less awkward it'll get as they get older, you know, because right. there's just that natural when they become teenagers, like, I don't want to talk to you, mom. Yeah. You know, I know I was awkward talking to my mom the older I got, which I think you said yesterday, which is like, you made a great point about when we were kind of talking about this, you made a great point about how sometimes it's easier for like to talk to the opposite gender parent, yeah. maybe in some situations. Right. So like, talk to me about that with your kids. Like, well, I just think sometimes I think for some reason, it might be less um, high pressure yeah. if the dad is talking to the girl just about, you know, how is a guy treating her or that kind of thing. Or if I'm talking to my son about, you know, this is um, how you should treat a woman. Girl. This is how you should respect her. And I don't know why, but I just find that easier in our family sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think that there may be – because I think – We've kind of thought that maybe mom should have the talk with the girls and dad should have talk with the boys, but it can be both ways. Like both parents can be involved in right. They both do need to be involved for that goes back to that healthy relationship thing where um, both parents should be involved in teaching kids how to date. You shouldn't leave moms 
shouldn't just be dealing with the girls and dad shouldn't just be dealing with the boys. Because there's just two great aspects. Yeah, you, you they know, bring different, different outlooks, perspectives. Different perspectives that are going to help your kids have a better, well-rounded understanding of of dating. Yeah. And so I think that's really important. And so and I think the last thing to just hit on mm-hmm. is just so, so important. Don't be naive about your kids dating and, you know, they are good at sneaking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it's not good to walk around. I think one mistake some parents make is walking around with an air of suspicion about your teens all the time because mm-hmm. that, like, just causes a fracture in the relationship. Definitely. But having said that, that doesn't mean you walk around naive. Like, just because you think your kids aren't dating, talking, whatever, going with. <laughs> <laughs> or might not be what, interested. Or might in, not be interested. Yet. That may not be true. That, yeah, that may not be true, for sure. And um, so you need to kind of, you know, be aware and that there might be things happening that you don't know. Yeah, your middle schoolers might not be telling you the entire truth about everything. I'm just, you know. Right. Because I find out sometimes about middle school kid, our middle school students who are have boyfriends or girlfriends. And one of the first questions I ask them every time they they tell that to me yeah. is, well, does your parent, do your parents know? And most of the time it is no. If I'm, I'm just telling you parents, like most of the time they say, no, they don't know, but it's not a big deal because it's like, what are we going to do? You know, we're middle schoolers. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. that's, but they, <laughs> the more freedom they have, the more trouble they can get into. Right. So make sure that you're, you're asking them, you know, having that conversation open at yeah. all times, that dating conversation. I think it's funny how, um, you know, sometimes parents, we think when they get to middle school, high school, that's where we're disengaging a little more mm-hmm. in parenting. And in some ways you're engaging more. Not that you're – you do have to, like – You're engaging differently. Differently. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But you have to realize that just as you make sure that – you know, one-year-old doesn't put a Lego in their mouth, right? You have to make sure that your middle school and teens um, be in tune to what they're doing when they're not with you, who they're with, and um, keep an open relationship about it and open communication. I think that's really important. Harping on the boundaries. Boundaries is just so good. Boundaries. Having upfront discussions about them early. Upfront expectations and boundaries. And they want that. They may not say they want it, but they need it. Right. They are not adults yet. They need those boundaries and they need that structure. For sure. And I think last, certainly not least, might be one of the most important things is modeling healthy relationships Mm. in your own life with your spouse um, and and even other friendships. I mean, just modeling healthy healthy relationships for your kids is a big way to help them have healthy relationships. You know? Yeah, I definitely think that. And that doesn't mean, you know, some people think, oh, that means I can't uh, fight in front of our, you know, as a married couple, we can't fight in front of our kids or something like that. We have to, like, keep everything. I actually think that's the opposite. Yeah. They need to see you. Have if you have conflict, conflict, that you have it, and you work it out with respect, mm-hmm. Um, that's a great thing to model. Yeah, and when you don't, you know, when you're a person and you mess up and you don't argue well, sitting your kids down and saying, mom and dad did not handle this situation very well. We're sorry. You know, we we didn't want you to see us fight that way, but we are handling it 
health, like we're going to handle it more healthily yeah. next time. Yeah. You know, just, that's, and just, you know, treating each other with respect, mm-hmm. like that should be the first thing that you and your spouse treat each other with respect, that you watch the words you use with each other, because how can you expect your kids to go out and find, eventually find partners that respect them if they haven't seen that modeling? Definitely. Like, you know, we see over and over that when kids go out and date and then get married and all those things, they pick based on what they've seen modeled, modeled for them. And they yep. live out their marriages what they've seen modeled or the opposite of that or whatever. Absolutely. But you're teaching them a lot through your relationships. Um, and that's just something to remember that one of the best ways to prep them for healthy relationships is to model those healthy relationships in your home with other people yep. too. So so great. Awesome. Great. I think we need to do another talk just on healthy relationships at some For sure. point. Yeah. We'll get deeper into that too. And our PG. And our PG-13 version. Of dating. Which is really just, you know, going to be fun for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Excited for that one. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And yes. we'll see you next time on see Kids you next These Days. Time. <laughs>